0: Welcome to Betting Bananas with the ruthless L. Dawson, Ryan the Cornerman Quinn, and Dave Van Ocken. There we go. We spent the big bucks. We got the intro already changed. L. Dawson, there we go. That was uh for you. L. Ryan, Ryan Quinn, how are you guys doing tonight?
1: Fantastic.
0: Doing well. Very cool. Uh, you know, two days after UFC Orlando. We're kind of four or five days in front of UFC 282, the last UFC pay-per-view of the year. But you guys, you don't, you don't look right to me. I don't know. I just don't look right.
1: Do we, we don't look long enough in the face?
0: I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you. I don't want to – guys, I don't want to be that person I told you so.
2: But <laughs> Which way does this go? Man, Angela Hill. How do I put this on? I've never oh, to man, hurt. see, I gotta,
1: I gotta adjust my damn seat now to get the the top of the banana in. It's the whole thing. Really... Trying to go
0: against the fight IQ, the veteran.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> man, I, I swear to, it was uh, the whole night was just. It was a great night of fights. I was just talking to Ryan about it off air. I made three major bets. One was on Angie Hill as the underdog, Wonderboy Thompson in the main event, and then the fr- um the second fight of the night, literally L like sold me on um. I forgot his last name, Marshall. Was Francis it Marshall,
2: Marshall yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, Marshall. And won that. So like I felt great. I had a great mm-hmm. night of uh winning money. So it was uh it was betting and it was also bananas.
2: <laughs> Extra bananas today. Yes. This isn't oh, nearly man. as cute as the bunny ears. <laughs> I know. I
0: know. Man. I maybe we hopefully we can make this a two hour long show.
1: <laughs> no, it's already too long. <laughs> I know.
0: Oh, if you guys wanted to that's it i can just i can cross oh, out so, no,
1: no, no 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 deal's, a deal. deal's, deal's deal. a deal i need
0: like a child-sized banana hat i've
2: got too much banana <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that's uh maybe so did tracy cortez all right all right all right too far too far long here we go uh ufc 282 guys uh crazy uh, i can't to be blunt and honest, I just feel super disappointed that we don't see Glover and Yuri. I wanted this fight so much. I know it's like end of the year and everyone does the end of the year awards and ki- and fighter of the year. To me, that was the fight of the year. Yuri versus Glover won for the championship in Singapore it was the best fight I saw all year. I loved it. I mm-hmm. couldn't wait for the rematch. Hey, I'm going to be honest. I think we are very pro Glover, Um, you know, podcast. Ryan and I both, uh, you know, talk to him. Um, I was excited for that rematch. That's off the card. They elevated Incolive and Blancovich to the main event. Just seems like the card's missing something. I'm starting to get excited for Patty watching the embeddeds. I'm getting excited for Gordon and Patty a little bit. I think probably the best fight of the whole card is Tapora and Bryce Mitchell, which will open the pay-per-view. But, guys, just uh, real quick before we get to the best bet, underdog 3-5 parlay, what's your synopsis on the pay-per-view? view let's start with you.
2: Um, I, yeah, I, it did seem, feel a little bit lackluster in comparison to some of the recent big cards. Um, I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely some good fights on there. Like you mentioned, like there's Seporia and, uh, and, uh, Bryce Mitchell. Uh, Duplassus is a super exciting guy to watch. He's definitely never boring. Um, yeah, that, the prelims didn't like blow me blow me out of the water this time around which usually it's the other way around i'm usually right. really really excited for those early fights but yeah i think like obviously you've got you got chris curtis on there and joaquin buckley it's definitely not a boring like it's not a boring matchup per se like we'll have we'll have some exciting fights i'm yeah. super bummed that glover's not on the card as well though i i yeah. love him yeah
0: ryan
1: uh, yeah, you know, obviously I'm super bummed about Glover. Uh Robbie got taken off the card too. Yeah. Um, I uh actually it's funny, I was you know, I, I was I was going to this fight, you know, and I was like maybe I'll hold better hold back. And then, you know, I couldn't get PTO from work and now thank God because I was going for Glover and Robbie. Right. Um but um but no, you know, like you know, like th- this card's taking a real kick in the groin, you know, between all that Ovin St. Prue no longer on the card. Yeah. But there's some certain stuff there that you could look at. You know, the the Patty, I'm really interested to see what Patty Pimbleth fights like when he's in the yeah. States. He's out here. You know, he's, um, they kind of, you know, they put him at the co main event. It's kind of, uh, you know, it, it's kind of a lot. I don't, I don't think he doesn't seem like the kind of person where that's going to affect him, but there's going to be a lot of stylistic fights here that me as a a technique nerd is really right. going to love to see. Like, uh, right. Buckley and Chris Curtis, who's going to implement their striking? Who's going to yeah. sit that? Who's going to set that up? Um, Um, to poor Mitchell, you know, I, I don't want to get too much into my picks. Um, and, uh, actually I, am going to do a breakdown later on my channel on the main event and, uh, how I think both fighters go about it. But, um, and then, you know, uh, darkest Root uh, biggie boy, they're going to, who's, who's going to implement their, who's going to knock who out and why. And so there's, there's some good technical stuff there that doesn't necessarily appease to the casual. Hmm. And, and let's face it, I don't want to oversell the card, but it, it's it, it's it's going to be some fun stuff to watch there. I'm still going to be in my seat on Saturday night watching it. Uh,
0: like. Us as well, us as well. Mm-hmm. We uh, I I met a buddy for lunch today and said it's going to be a tough mm-hmm. buy when I push that button at seven four seventy four ninety nine. It's going to be a tough moment, but after that, yeah, I'm man. going to enjoy the night. I will love it. Sit down, maybe mm-hmm. drink a couple cold ones, and watch the fights and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, so Robbie Lawler is out. Alex Morano's in. Do you guys know who broke that news of Alex Morano being in the on, on the pay-per-view? Whoa. Hey, all right. Here we go. We're rolling around. i already got you guys wearing banana hats. I don't need any more for my ego, but let's go into it. Best bet mm-hmm. in the card. One of my favorite things that we do, L Wagman. You're like 95% of this. You always nail. I feel like your best bet in the board. Last week, RDA in stoppage. You told people to go there. Hopefully they did. What's your best bet of UFC 282?
2: My best bet is actually pretty early. Um, Vinicius Salvador in under two and a half rounds. Um, man, Daniel Da Silva has definitely had a rough road in the UFC so far. He's 0-3 so far. He's been finished very early in all three of those fights. And he's not fighting like they haven't thrown him to the wolves either. He's fought guys on his level. He's fought up-and-coming prospects. He hasn't fought fought good, decent guys, but like, they're not throwing him to these super experienced guys. He's fighting guys on the same level as him, and he just can't get it done. Uh, Benicia Salvador's a super dangerous guy. He has a ton of finishes outside of the UFC. I actually didn't see a single decision win on his record. Um, so uh, had a big knockout on Contender Series, and I just believe has fought tougher people as well. Um, he has a you know, really strange mix of like people on his, uh, I saw like, oh, no opponents, but I also saw like nine and one opponents. Like he definitely has the strength of schedule as well as the danger factor in that. I think that's a pretty easy sell.
0: I like it. I like it a lot. It was kind of uh one of the bets at minus 200 straight. I like a lot, but then if you go even under, it's going to be great odds. L love that. Ryan, what is your best bet on the board?
1: I got Ilya Tapora beating Bryce Mitchell by decision. I, um, Woo! I think that and like I don't I don't want to don't get me wrong I I think that Bryce Mitchell is the most organically entertaining mixed martial artist <laughs> in the world right now. Like he just and I salivate for a Bryce Mitchell post fight interview. But I'm not going to get that on Saturday. I feel that um Bryce Mitchell is a little bit overhyped um after the Edson Barbosa win. Um I Edson is he doesn't have the same muscle mass that he has at 145 plus the knee injuries so takedowns he's a little susceptible for Plus, the, the jiu-jitsu is just really not there. Bryce strong, you know, so I think that stylistically was a bad matchup. I know Bryce had some prior good wins, but I just feel overall that um, Ilya does have – he has a little bit of wrestling, enough to match Bryce, and he just can – he has a very controlling style in the stand-up. I think that he's going to start slow, and you're going to see him win rounds two and three, if not all three rounds.
0: Wow. Um, we do- we usually record this on Wednesday night. Spoiler alert, it's Tuesday night here in Florida. This is the number one fight I want to see the scale for. This is it. This is a huge one. Uh, Taporia is, you know, usually having trouble making weight. He's fought at lightweight. This is the big one. Um, Phil Rowe missed weight. He beat Nico Price. It's, uh, someone told me, I looked it up. It's at 76%. If you miss weight and you fight, you win. So I, I can see mm-hmm. Taporia maybe even missing weight here by three, four pounds. They're both under the same management. I bet you they make it work to say, hey guys, we fight. They need every fight they can get in this pay-per-view. I bet you Taporia doesn't cut those last two, three, just throwing it out there. And if he doesn't, I can see him winning this fight. So there's the fight. I want to see the scale. And that's why I get paid the big bucks. You're welcome. There you go.
1: Oh, yeah. And um, and you know, you know they're doing everything in their power. They are not cutting this fight if that happens. This, this exactly. Card-
0: they can't, they can't like. To me, I, I'm not being. I'm. This is the. I, I'm. I'm. beyond This is the number one fight I want to see the most. Like I'm intrigued about Patty. Yeah, we're gonna see a new champion as the light heavyweight. But this fight, like, I'm really intrigued. I want to see it. I think it's gonna go late. I, it's gonna go multiple rounds. I'm really intrigued in this fight. They can't cut it. They can't. So, all right, underdog. I like both of those guys. I'm very intrigued. Underdog play L. Dawson. Take it away.
2: Um, I saw Chris Curtis as an underdog, and that's a- yes, me a lot. So that's who I'm definitely taking as my underdog. Um, I man, I these guys both have big power, absolutely. But Joaquin Buckley has definitely struggled with these longer fighters in the past. Um, and Chris Curtis does a really great job of staying long, and he has just as much power and just as much danger factor as Joaquin Buckley does. Like he's, I I believe he's beat better, the better guys as well. Obviously, he came up a little, he came up short against Jack Hermanson, who's very experienced. Hermanson came in with a super smart game plan, kept it super long, super safe. Buckley can't beat him like that. So I think Chris Curtis has all the advantages
0: here. 100% agree. It's my favorite underdog on the card. Love Christopher Curtis, good guy. He was actually at Icon Fighting Championship. This past Friday night in Orlando, Florida. So shout out to Chris Curtis. I like it, Al. All right, Ryan, what's your big underdog on the card?
1: Mrs. Dawson, I am matching your underdog bet just like I'm matching your headwear right now. <laughs> uh, I have Chris Curtis too. I just I think he has the most underrated boxing, even though he's known for his his striking in the game, and against somebody who, like a Buckley, who really likes the the fancy knockouts, the home runs. I feel like that Chris, he just he has that power where he could set it up. He has the jabs and the faints that I'm always complaining about on Twitter on fight night. He's able to employ that and he's going to go in there and land his combination straight to victory.
0: There we go. Wow. We are all three of us on the underdog Chris Curtis. There we go. We're going to chop that up. We're going to make that a clip. All right, fight parlay. There's a lot of action. We haven't even mentioned the main event yet. We haven't talked about Patty. Let's see if one of those guys get thrown in there. If not, we'll kind of get that on the end. L. Wagman, 3 fight parlay. Let's make it. Let's that's, that's, that's win it. Christmas is around the corner. My girls need presents, you know.
2: So for my first leg, I'm going to steal Ryan's best bet. I'm taking Ilya Teporia. I didn't go the over on this one because I'm not – sold on that. I do think Bryce is super tough, and I could see Ilya just him out for decision. I think Ilya has more than enough wrestling to compete with Bryce on the ground. I think if we see grappling exchanges, it's more likely going to be Ilya on top and uh, Bryce trying to sub him off his back. And, man, the the striking differential between the two of these guys is just crazy. Like, uh, Ilya is leagues ahead of Bryce Mitchell on the feet. I think Bryce is going to take a lot of damage when he can't get Ilya down, I think he's really going to struggle with that, with uh, setting up those takedowns to get inside and, and be able to implement that wrestling. And when he can't get him down, I think he's going to take a lot of damage. So I could see a player finish in that fight, but I'm just going with Ilya as the winner. Um, then I have Duplessis in under two and a half rounds. Um, I know he did go to the decision in his last fight, but that is not a typical thing for him. And man, I, I love Darren Till, but I just don't think he's been the same since the George Masvidal fight. I think he's like one in four in his last five. He's been plagued by injuries for the last couple of years, had this huge layoff. Um, and I I think in his grappling uh, disadvantages as well as his chin, uh, Duplessis is a terrible matchup for him. I think that one's going to end early. And then for my last leg of my three-fight parlay, I'm going to take my own best bet with Vinicius Salvador in under two and a half rounds
0: wow okay there we go uh a lot of to poor I love I do like the do pluses and then the Salvador no Patty uh no uh andkaliliath we'll see Ryan three far parlay, my man UFC 282 okay. take it away
1: first one I got Jared Rosenstra uh, uh yeah, Jared Rosen, uh, Jarzino Rosenstrike <laughs> over uh Chris Dawkins. I just I know that uh Daucus is a little bit quicker but I feel like Jared just has better, Biggie Boy just has better striking. He's just he like he's just a better boxer. Plus, I walked into ATT a couple weeks ago. I saw him training with Steve Bruno, who's like the ultimate mastermind when it comes to mixed martial arts striking. That really pumped me up about that. I was like, oh man, so he's going to be in shape for this fight too. So I really like him there. And then um, going down a little bit, I have uh, uh, T.J. Brown Brown over Eric Silva. I just really like his wrestling. I know he had. He's in a little bit of the mix-up with everything going on at Glory MMA, but he does have a gym back home. He, he only does his camps, from what I understand, at Glory MMA. And, you know, at the end of the day, too, us wrestlers, we have that security blanket of a great double leg. And I think that when things don't go his way, he's going to be able to do that here because he's confident with his ground game as well against Eric Zola. And in my third leg, I'm feeling a little song for this one, too, guys. it's us and Goliath, he'll get a hold and never leave, like no other. He'll bring you right down to your knees. Mago Med, over over. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I'm just too stuck in that song <laughs> over <laughs> Jan Blackwood. I I just I, I I like Jan a lot. I know that he has power. I just can't see Ankoleev losing this fight. When I see somebody with like like top heavy like Jan, and then I think of I, I think of a wrestler like Mago I just think of high crotch to double leg all day. He's going to like just gather up those skinny legs, those skinny white legs, and just plop them to the ground. That's that's what I see happening that whole fight.
0: My mind totally went blank after you started singing Ed Kalayev. I don't know. I, I don't know what you said after that. Okay. Maybe you said okay. something very intriguing and, and really good in depth points. Okay. You're singing Ed Kalayev. I'm lost. Hey. All
1: right. Now, I'm not even going to say what song that I was. I, I was i was ripping off there but i know i sound just like it so it's it's totally whatever you viewers have to tell us what song that i was i was i was scraping there wow
0: i, I, I don't know. that was amazing that was amazing <laughs> Two weeks in a row all right a lot there um rose's strike to me is one of my be- i just think chris Dawkins, his losses he he can beat i think competition that he should beat and then when he fights Guys like Curtis and Derek Lewis, he loses. And to me, Rosenstrike is in that group. He's maybe on the back end of a Derek Lewis or Curtis, but the same kind of skill set: power, heavy, explosive, puncher. I, I like that a lot. TJ Brown, I'm not too sure. That's actually that's that could that's almost of a coin toss, but if you're with it, I'm with it. And finally, okay, let's go about the main event, guys. And Kalayev and uh Jan for the championship. Um I thought about this for a while about like, and people were saying, Oh, this is the, you know, a Kali first time for the title. And sometimes that's a big deal and all this stuff to me, this match was made. It's been made for three months and they knew who they're going to fight. And now it's just kind of got elevated. So it's, it's a different thing. It's not like mm-hmm. A Kalia is going to fight year. He has this big champion in his hometown. And it's like a big pressure cooker in a weird way. There's no pressure. Like this fight's been for 10 days. It's the championship fight. He didn't do a world tour. He didn't do press for it. He's already in Vegas. I just think this is a, another night at the office. I think Kalayev, I know he's minus three hundred. He's probably he is the biggest favorite on the card, and he should be. I think he's wow. almost a damn lock to win. Um, it stinks. I'm. It doesn't stink, but I, I I'm just. I feel bad for my, our guy Glover, but Kalaev, I love. Uh, Rose's Strike, I love. I'm. I think we're re- all. We're on this card a lot. All right, 17 minutes and 39 seconds into the podcast. Can we mention Patty Pimblet? Patty the baddie. Uh he's probably the big sell in this car. The embedded are talking about him a lot. He's all over it. What do you guys think of him? Is he a total hype train? Is he a uh maybe underrated? Is he somewhere in between? Is he definitely gonna win this fight against Jared Gordon? Is this a good matchup for him? Guys, take it away. L run with you.
2: Man, I-, I think Patty is very overrated. Okay. In my opinion, at least up to this point, from his performances and current strength of schedule, I like. I I think the thing about Sean O'Malley when Sean O'Malley when they were like really building him up is he was still putting dudes away in devastating fashion. Yeah. Like we saw Patty arguably lose around to Jordan Levin,
1: mm-hmm.
2: who's not you know yeah. exactly a yeah. world beater in the lightweight division right now. So it's I I don't know that. Patty is going to make this incredible run for the title, like people expect from him, comparatively to a guy like Sean O'Malley. Um, like he definitely has some danger factor. Um, I know, like before he came into the UFC, he lost. Uh, he got he got beat pretty badly by Nadnarmani, uh, uh, yeah, who we've seen, like yeah, fought Grant in uh, Abu Dhabi a couple years back. I just don't know that he's going to have any, like, any huge wins in this lightweight division. Jared's a tough dude. Like, he's a tough dude. I will say, like, the, on- the only guy that's ever submitted Jared Gordon is Grant. Um, I don't know that Patty is has the control. Who did that? that? <laughs> Grant Dawson. I don't know if you've heard of him. Oh, Grant Dawson. Uh, yeah. Kind of a big deal. Big deal. But, big deal. Um, like, only dude to submit him. I think that if Patty is probably going to be a knockout, I would see that happening more so than a submission. Uh, in my opinion, I, I don't necessarily think Patty has the ground control and the ability to 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 get those finishes there. Um, I'm not sure who's going to win that fight, to be honest. I was thinking about maybe just, like, picking, like, the under on that because I was like, yeah, I could see it. You know, I could see one of them, like, clipping the other. I could see him clipping Jared on the way in. I could see Jared timing Patty when he blitzes in, but vice versa. Like, But it, it was one I just to stay away from in my opinion it's it's kind of a it's kind of a toss-up to me unless we until we see more from patty
0: okay all right ryan same question
1: you know i'm not a patty hater i'm really not um i um what people don't realize about patty is his strength of schedule while he was at cage warriors was actually pretty solid he actually fought some studs there and he he beat some good guys when he got to the ufc he's, he's definitely gotten coddled a little bit no question um He's so awkward too. He's so, he's so like, and that's why I think adds to the wrinkle to his game. Um, This is why I don't think he's like a Conor McGregor either. Cause Conor McGregor is actually a pretty smart fighter or he was anyway. And I, I don't think Patty has any game plan when he's in there. But um, as far as this fight goes, um, I got a, I got a baddie bonus bet for y'all out there. I think this fight is definitely going the over. I just don't see, I could see both of them really feeling each other out in the first round. I can see them both making mistakes going into the over two and a half rounds. Uh, Jared actually, that fight with Grant actually really impressed me on Jared. He, he showed a lot of tenacity before he got finished. And um, against somebody like Patty, that's going to pay dividends. You know, a lot of these, a lot of the awkward BS that Patty tries to pull specifically on the ground is going to be negated. Uh, so I'm not really sold on who's going to fight. I'm leaning Patty, but um, I, I think that that's going to be a decision for sure.
0: Okay. And... Uh... Little icing on top of the cake if Patty does win and goes by uh Jared Gordon, maybe early in the spring of 2023, maybe we can see Patty Pinlet Grant Dawson main event on fight night. Would you know, love that, uh, you know. The poster, <laughs> yeah, you know, we got to get that good, that good looking mug on, on a fight poster, you know what I'm saying? I agree, absolutely. So, there you go. I'm just uh you know throwing, I mean, you know, I'm just trying to match make Sean Shelby was that icon, you know. I'm just trying to help him out. I'm like, guys, Grant sure. Dawson, main event fight night. Come on, come on, Mr. Shelby. All right, there we go. UFC 282 is in the books. Um, I actually I'm more excited about the card now after doing this. I think we're all in with Chris Curtis. I think I'm gonna do a uh maybe a little wager on that. Uh, I was both intrigued that both of you guys seemed like you're on Taporia. I'm telling you, that's the fight. If he misses weight i love him if he makes weight i think bryce mitchell has a real real live action thing we'll see about that main event and kalayev uh i think i'm lean and patty so it's gonna be a fun one there we go ufc 282 mm-hmm. i think we did it any last words guys any no, they, uh banana bets you don't want to challenge me this week you guys had no,
1: enough they, they got it they got to come organically they got to come um no no they, say- Ahead. I don't think ahead.
2: the weight will have anything to do with Elias' performance. I, I think regardless of the weight cut, I just the dude doesn't. He's not a gasser. He doesn't slow down. I I can't see it, especially in three rounds. I can't see that affecting him. Okay,
1: Wait, is is Joe Rogan? Is Joe Rogan on uh, yes. the feet on the Rogan, I, I saw, DC, and Anik. Oh, now I kind of want Bryce because I want him to bring up the flat Earth thing to Joe Rogan in the middle of the cage. See, so this is <laughs> this is the stuff. Still- <laughs> You're, every betting
0: show in the world is getting cancelled out there Ryan we're trying to keep our show going and you're not going to put
2: Flat Earth at the back
1: end I, right. I, I'm just saying I want to see them we're fight. out of business we should just
2: bring Bryce on you know, bring him on
1: uh, <laughs> L Dawson,
0: the cornerman Ryan Quinn, go check out his content great stuff, uh, Orlando UFC recap, Dean Thomas, I'm Dave Van Alken. and listen to our $8,000 outro, alright guys <laughs> Thanks for watching Betting Bananas.